Hello and welcome to the world according to Gemini. Now there are two parts in this podcast. First part is few different tips and tricks on how to interact with this endangered group of species, which are Gemini. And then we are going to talk about something much more serious, which is a diet. But first of all, tips and tricks section. I told you in one of my previous podcasts why it is not a good idea to have an argument with Gemini. It's simply not going to work. And now I'm going to tell you why it is a good idea to have a discussion with Gemini. You know, when you come to the shop and you uh, see two pieces of chicken for the price of one, a special offer. When you discuss something with Gemini, this is what you get. With uh, Gemini, this offer is always on. Because even though you might be talking to a one physical person, inside of this physical person, you will find two completely different people and two completely different sets of opinions. So you will have one person who will give you a completely dry, logical, and reasonable uh, point of view on the subject and another person will give you an emotional and intuitive point of view so as i said you are getting a special offer now there are a few little things to keep in mind while dealing with gemini and just imagine uh, that you try to ask for an advice or for a direction that is a bad idea because as i said uh, there is a special offer and you are not going to get an answer you're going to get two and most likely those uh, answers will contradict each other so imagine that you uh, did follow an advice and uh, it ended up in tears uh, what will you do well because we live in such a nice and kind and understanding society we're so nice to each other. Uh, so the first thing we do when something doesn't go right, we look for somebody to blame. And with Gemini, it never works well. We cannot stand blame, accusations, or judgment or criticism of any sort. Now imagine that you did follow uh, an advice and everything went peachy. Well, then in this case, you can keep your praise and glory for yourself because we do not need uh, acknowledgement. We don't need things like, uh, oh, good boy, well done. Uh, we simply don't care. Now, there's one thing we never do. We never say, oh, I told you, for two reasons. First of all, uh, why would you say so? I mean, it's, it's in the past. It's, uh, it already happened, so there's nothing you can do about this. You see, Gemini, we don't live in the past. And the bad thing is that we don't learn from the past. Unfortunately, we uh, don't live in the future. We don't prepare for the future. We live in the moment, right in the middle between the past and between the future, and we're pretty happy to be in the middle, and we don't really care about anything else. Um, and uh, last thing, um, if you are in a relationship with Gemini, be that a friendship or business partnership or romantic relationship, one thing you should never ever do, do not guilt trip Gemini. If for some reason you decide to end your relationship with Gemini, this is a way to do it. Just try a little guilt tripping and then it will be over. And most likely there will be no way back. 
once and for all very dramatic. So this is the end of the first part, and now we are going to our main subject, which is a diet. So, we are smart and we are clever. We know that uh, what we eat has an enormous effect on our health. And we all know and heard this phrase, you are what you eat. Uh, you can find this phrase in practically every language on the planet, I'm sure. Now, I did a little research trying to find out who was the first modern person to come up with this particular phrase. And that's what I found. In 1824, one medically inclined Frenchman, Brillat Savarin, wrote a book called, uh, I will try to read it now, Meditations de Gastronomie Transcendante Trans... No. Okay. Sorry. I shall not attempt to sound French anymore, I promise. I will stick with English mistakes and all, so do not judge harshly. Now, back to the book. In this book he wrote, Tell me what you eat and I will tell you what you are. But of course, being a Frenchman, he made it all overly dramatic and very philosophical. Uh, so it is a little bit too complex for us simple beings. It didn't really make any impact on the society at the time. And uh, as you also know, French are quite picky about their food anyway, so it's kind of went largely unnoticed. So, as usual, it was up to our American friends to make everything clear and simple. Masters of simplicity, those Americans are. They love compressing the complex matters into one-liners and slogans, like Build the wall, drain the swamp, lock her up, and such nonsense. So, the phrase, you are what you eat, in English, first appeared in 1930s in the food advert in the U.S. Uh, newspaper Bridgeport Telegraph. It said, 90% of all diseases known to men are caused by cheap foodstuffs. You are what you eat. Bravo, Americans. Bravo. Simple and straight to the point. Even though this land of free and uh, eternally confused is full of humanoids the size of an elephant, and most of the stuff they eat wouldn't even be considered food in a civilized society, uh, at least they got the concept right. Now, we're talking about the modern times, of course, but the old people knew about the importance of food much more than we do. I will tell you an interesting and highly educational story about the British missionary who visited a particular tribe in southwest Africa in the 16th century. He wasn't just any missionary. He was a scientist. He was an anthropologist. He spoke four or five languages, so he was a very well-educated missionary. He was trying to convert this tribe into Catholicism and eventually fell in love with the naive, childlike natives. He spent many months living with this tribe, uh, making drawings of the activities, you know, recording their stories, legends, songs, uh, writing about their food and their customs and so on. 
So he came back and published a book which was received uh, very well and was highly successful. And then next year he came back. He brought souvenirs and presents to everyone in the tribe. And uh, him and the chief of the tribe became the best of friends. The chief told him once that they believed that you become what you eat. For example, in order to become a leader, he had to kill and eat a lion. And because a lion is fearless, strong, and clever, by eating the lion's heart, he became fearless, strong, and clever himself. Also, uh, this tribe was always fighting with the neighbors, and they believed that by capturing and eating the best enemy warriors, they would become as brave and powerful as those warriors themselves. A beautiful story, this. The chief liked the missionary very much. He admired his skill and wisdom, and in order to become wise and skilled himself, he ate the missionary. So apparently, somewhere in southwest Africa, there used to be a tribe chief who spoke four or five languages and was quite proficient in biology and anthropology. Well, we are civilized people. We have rules in our society. So, unfortunately, we are not allowed to eat people we like to learn from. Imagine the possibilities if it was allowed. Now, my students, for example, they wouldn't have to pay for the lessons. They wouldn't have to spend hours and hours practicing. They could just invite me to a barbecue, whack me on the head, cook me with some garlic and onions, and voila, you have 39 little geniuses running around. Now, I wish I ate my English teacher 40 years ago, so I wouldn't have to look at the dictionary every half an hour. So, as we cannot eat each other, we get our food in the supermarkets. And as you know, the choice is huge. So, how do we know what is good for us and what's not? I'll let you in a little secret. Do you remember in the beginning of this podcast I said that we are clever and smart and well-educated? Ah, don't believe anything I say. We are not. We have no idea. We are happily chewing on our McDonald's nuggets and KFC mutated chicken followed by toxic fries and Coca-Cola, which is pure sugar. No, we are not smart. In saying so, there are some individuals who mostly belong to the earner you know, part of the society. Uh, they have few euros to spare, and uh, sometimes they are concerned about their health. And so there is a demand for a diet. And uh, where is a demand? There is a supply. And so, not a week has gone by without yet another life-changing diet presented by yet another nutritionist with five or six degrees from Harvard or Cambridge, or so they say. Usually I try to stay away from the Father Google and from the Big Brother's BDI, watching my bathroom activities and counting how many socks I bought in the last year. But I did spend a few hours surfing the internet trying to find the origins of the phrase you are what you eat. And so, this entity which was watching me searching various websites decided that I am a someone in need of nutritional advice. And 
right now i'm being bombarded by the offers of those revolutionary diets on a regular basis you wouldn't believe what is on offer right now here's just a few of those gems i received uh, past the last week now i wrote it down the tapeworm diet the cotton ball diet the sleeping beauty diet the vision diet the cigarette diet well actually i uh, i rather like this one the ice diet the prayer diet whoa now they all have a solid scientific and medical explanation and basis and they all are supposed to transform your body and spirit in a ways you wouldn't even dreamed of and you know what as i mentioned earlier we are not smart so all those diets have a serious following like thousands following um now there's one little detail to consider you know that a dietitian is a regulated term in most countries but nutritionist is not which means anyone can get out there with his so-called new diet call himself a nutritionist and start selling books and courses without any legal obligations and with no responsibility whatsoever if anything goes wrong i'll give you one example there is a dude in leeds bradford uk he is not a doctor he is a failed musician a bass player i'm afraid eddie i'm sorry and uh, he is a chancer a clever one i have to say he came up with a brilliant new diet which is called a triple b diet bread beans and bacon uh, he's selling the book in which he calls himself a pedigree nutritionist and in which he explains how those three components contain every single protein vitamin and mineral your body needs to function now i'm not a doctor but i've been around and uh, that's what i can say about this diet beans baked beans are high in sugar and uh, high in salt they contain modified corn starch and also the interior lining of bean cans contain the chemical called bpa which increases obesity and reduces fertility bread contains gluten a lot of additives and has no nutrition whatsoever bacon it's processed meat it contains uh, preservatives conservants uh, nitrates which are linked to the breast bowel and prostate cancer also uh, combining proteins and carbohydrates is one of the reasons we are carrying kilograms of undigested toxic waste in our guts for years and years this is probably the single worst diet you could ever have and this dude is selling this book for 20 pounds sterling the guy is a genius well i mean he's a criminal but to be honest it's not entirely his responsibility because the system allows it and uh, the people fall for it so why not the problem is that uh, this area is not regulated properly so anyone can get out there and declare himself a guru an expert presenting something new and revolutionary and as i said this guy is smart by now he probably made enough money to buy a house in the south of france 
There are thousands of poor swords who fall for this rubbish, and uh, how can you blame them? Most of those diets are presented in a very convincing manner. Those guys are not doctors, they are businessmen selling us their product. So they know how to market. And because marketing is based on a primitive psychology, it works. Now, imagine this. You've been sent a link to this website with a new diet. You open it up and you see two photographs. One on the left is called before and one on the right is called after. On the left, you see someone who looks like an elephant with a bad skin, no teeth and no hair. On the right picture, you see Brad Pitt or Angelina Jolie. Then you have a picture of this nutritionist who looks like your favorite uncle and who has seven degrees, so, so he says. He offers you a recipe for his new wonder shake, which will transform you into a love machine. You have 25 reviews from the leading dietologists and you have reviews from the clients, the lucky ones written by the same person, obviously, because they all make the same mistake, you know, like, like I do. It might sound like this. I was overweight. I couldn't breathe. I smelled like a skunk. Girls didn't like me, and my wife left me with her yoga instructor. I lost my job. My kids hated me, and I started to listen to the Spice Girls. My life was over. And then I discovered this new and revolutionary wonder shake recipe, which only cost me $499. Now look at me. My skin is great. I have full head of hair and I have 48 teeth. I weigh 50 kilograms. Girls want me and men want to be like me. I got a job as a manager in a big company. I bought a new Mercedes car. And tomorrow I'm going to have a dinner with Claudia Schiffer. Or maybe I won't, because I'm too busy planning my holidays in Maldives with my new 18 years old girlfriend. Yep. So, what will you do? Of course you will fall for this rubbish, especially as you have a customary money-back guarantee promise. So, what do you do? What do you have to lose except of your pound of flesh, huh? So you grab your credit card and fill the order form. You tremble with anticipation for a week, and then you receive this booklet and start your new life. Now, fast forward. Five weeks later, you look in the mirror. You still look like an elephant. You still have a horrible skin. Your kids still hate you. Your wife is spending too much time with her yoga instructor and there's no letters from Claudia Schiffer in your letterbox. You look at yourself in the mirror. You get angry and start calling this helpline number to get your money back, only to discover that it connects you to a Indian call center, so you're charged 50 euros every time when you dial the number and another 50 for every minute you're waiting for someone to answer, which will never happen, by the way. Now, after five days of trying to reach the creator of this wonder shake and spending 500 euros in phone bills, you eventually realize that you have been duped. So you count your losses and start on your TV pizza and beer routine.
steal the next ad for a new and revolutionary diet which will pretty much guarantee that you will sleep with Angelina Jolie in one month's time because she is one of the followers of this diet and actually she looks like she does because of this diet. This secret recipe was discovered by the archaeologist in uh, Tibet, let's say. He brought the scroll home and published the book, which was immediately banned in 15 countries because it would render all doctors on the planet useless. And then he got a visit from the, I don't know, KGB or CIA or Mossad agents who wanted the scroll for themselves. But he stayed true, and he did not tell them where he hid the scroll. They tortured him, they removed his spleen, cut out his ears, one eye and one leg, but he didn't tell them anything. And after his death, his daughter received a letter from her deceased one-legged uh, father, which uh, said something like, uh, My dear... It is up to you now to save humanity. The scroll is safely hidden in my rectum. Get it out and give it to the world. And so she did. And you are the lucky one. There are only seven people on the planet who were chosen to receive this priceless information. And it is yours for the modest amount of 499 euros. And, by the way, you only have 3 minutes and 45 seconds to make up your mind before it's given to someone else. So, what do you do? Really? Yep, you reach for your credit card. Again. Now, enough with the criticism. Let's talk business. How would you like to lose 50 kilograms, 20 years, and to go on a date with Brad Pitt? For the small amount of... 20 years, you can receive the new and revolutionary book of ancient recipes from my grandmother in Siberia and... <laughs> nah, just joking. Now, let's get serious. Really serious. You don't have to spend a penny on any of those ridiculous diets. Uh, we love everything new and revolutionary, but the truth is that even those good diets which give you good advice, you know, they are called new. But you know that everything new is uh, usually well-forgotten old. Now, old healers got it covered thousands of years ago. Also, they knew something we have conveniently forgotten. You see, our bodies have built-in self-healing mechanisms. To be healthy, all we have to do is not to get in the way of uh, those processes. We have to eat right, to go to bed and out of bed with the sun, avoid stress, meditate a little, not to poison ourselves and not to listen to Democrats. That's it. Well, that's easy to say, I know. It's practically impossible to live like this for the majority of the people. Also, old healers didn't count on something. They didn't have to deal with chemicals, pesticides, antibiotics, and Spice Girls. Now, everything we consume is contaminated in some way, and there's not much we can do about that. So, let's see what it is we can do. Now, there's something you might find interesting. First of all, there is no single diet which will suit everyone. 
bad news. According to Ayurveda, the oldest healing system on the planet, there are three main body types or doshas. They're called vata, pitta and kapha. Each type has different metabolism, different reaction to proteins, carbs, spices, liquids and needs a different type and quantity of food. If you want, you can easily find all the information about the dosha balancing diet online. There are hundreds of sites with transcripts and it's available for everyone. Body types. That's just one reason against a unified diet. We all have different metabolism, different health conditions and different genetics. We were born in different geographic zones. The climate, the temperature is a huge factor. If you live in Irkutsk in far north, where you routinely get minus 50 uh, during the winter, your diet should be high calories, high energy diet which absolutely must include animal proteins, organs, and cooked fat, and lots of it. If you live in Greece, for example, being a vegetarian is no problem. If you live in the far north and for some bizarre reason decide to become vegetarian, it's like trying to organize an LGBT pride parade in Sudan or Yemen. A bad idea. Now there's another bad idea this madness about losing weight. Before you even start thinking about all any of those weight loss diets, first of all, you have to find out why you are overweight. Is it because you have a Jewish mother who feeds you seven times a day? Or is it because you are a lazy slob who eats junk food full of sugar, processed meat, wheat, and spends 24 hours a day sitting on a couch, drinking Coke and watching TV? Or is it because you have an underlying condition? What if your thyroid gland doesn't produce enough hormones? What if you have a high cortisol level or hormonal imbalance? What if uh, your estrogen levels affect your metabolism? Then this weight loss wonder diet could kill you. And you know what? No one will be responsible. It will be your own doing. Also, it's a good idea to stick to the body type we were born with. You know, if you were born chunky, this is your body type. You can't change it. You shouldn't mess with your DNA, with your cells, chromosomes, and genes. If you were born a skinny get like me, the worst thing you can do to yourself is to start a diet to gain weight. It's unnatural, and it will damage your health. It will mess up your hormones and metabolism. Let's not screw with the mother nature. We should ideally stay the way we were born. It's only in this demented world ruled by Democrats you can change any aspect of yourself or whatever you want. You can cut off your penis and declare yourself a lady or a crocodile if you feel, you know, crocodilish with a total disregard of biology, anatomy and basic science. Now, in the real world, it's better remain the, the way you were born. You know, you'll live longer. And any artificial change will damage your physical and mental health enormously. Now, there are a few very common rules which we can follow without spending our money on something new and revolutionary.
Try to stay organic, if possible. You'll still be eating chemicals, antibiotics, pesticides and microplastics, but not as much as you would if you are shopping in your local supermarket. Don't drink during or after your food. The digestive process starts in your mouth and it has few stages in order to completely break down your food. By drinking, you are interrupting this process and your food is not being properly digested. Never combine carbs and proteins. They require two different processes to break down. One is acidic and one is alkaline. Your meat is digested within 4-5 hours. Your carbs are digested within maybe 8, 9, 10 hours. But if you combine, it takes 13, 15 hours and it results in undigested deposits in your guts, which stay there for years, producing toxins which slowly poison your heart, liver and kidneys. It's like uh, putting petrol and diesel in the same engine. You know, I did it once while uh, riding home from Germany. I was dead tired. I stopped in Wales, and um, even though I still had a half of tank, I decided to fill it up. I was so tired, I didn't even notice that I put diesel in my motorbike. It's only because my BMW 1200GS is the best engineered and best built bike on a planet. I was able to ride for another 120 miles. Then it died and I had to call a tow truck to bring me to my Irish BMW garage. I was called an idiot by seven people, including a gas station attendant, a tow truck driver and four or five mechanics. And you know what? It was well deserved. So don't combine carbs and proteins. And by the way, I'm not being paid by BMW. I honestly think that BMW 1200GS is the best bike on the planet. So what else? Avoid sugar at any cost. And uh, if you are serious about the food and your health, just go and get yourself a copy of Ayurveda. There are detailed instructions on what to eat, how to eat, which combinations are healthy, and which combinations will turn you into the average American. Nah, just joking. Americans, you are all right. You gave the world Muddy Waters, B.B. King, Frank Zappa, Harley Davidson, and uh, what else? Uh, Hammond organ. Jeans. Um, you gave us Brad Pitt, who single-handedly won the World War II. You also discovered the weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Thank you for saving the world, by the way. Well, you can be a bit loud, and you do eat a lot, but... Not for long now. The dollar is going to collapse. You are going to learn how to eat your own fingernails. And this winter we are all going to starve and freeze to death. So, on this positive note, I would like to thank you all for listening. Now, if you want to support me, which you should, uh, you can do that by visiting Patreon. Just search for my name and uh, search for the world according to Gemini and become a proud supporter of one slightly aged, lonely and eternally confused Gemini. For now, all the best and God bless you all. Bye.